There's a little piece of wisdom I grew up with as a, as a lad and was only repeated as I uh, went on towards a, towards a school, uh, school at the Virginia Tech and, uh, and seminary as well, being, being with uh, so many, um, so many uh, men from my, uh, uh, familiar with my kind of upbringing, you know, out in the sticks, you know. And um, there was a, a phrase that we would use often in a kind of ordinary, everyday sense, but would also use it in deep, you know, profound, a profound spiritual sense. Let it marinate. This worked uh, to my advantage, and, and a lot of uh, a lot uh, a lot uh, covered a lot of wisdom in terms of my cooking and just everyday relationships. But also, it covered an, a certain wisdom that is drawn from my faith, our faith. Dedicate to the Lord, and He will make it fruitful. Or, as my spiritual director says it more. Thomistically, grace can do more. Grace can and will always do more. You know, as we celebrated Christmas, we see the redemption of each human person in the Christ child. We see, we see hope. We see the future that we could not have concocted ourselves, but only the one that was promised and the one that is fulfilled for every individual human being. But now also, as we celebrate the, the uh, Feast of the Holy Family, we understand that God is not just a, a Savior of each individual person, but even of our societies in which we live, beginning with our families. But going back to that original, you know, that, that piece of wisdom that I grew up with, let it marinate, you know, we need to... Follow the example of Mary and Joseph who, knowing that they are parents, they are true guardians. They are true inspirators, you could say, encouragers of life in its earliest and most innocent stages. They still understand their child is God's. And in that sense, you know, as, you know, just as we learn and are reminded once again what it means to be a child before God on the day of Christmas. Today, I think we can take a chapter, kind of a cue from the gospel to contemplate what it means to be a parent. What it means to be, to take, uh, to, to have a, uh, a role of patronage in the families in which we live. It's a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Venerable Fulton Sheen used to say, like, although he said it in context of uh, women in particular, but it's consistent with men as well, that every man and woman is destined to be a mother and father, respectively, physically and or spiritually. Always. Once we have followed, uh, followed the footsteps of Christ in life and reached a certain maturity, we will have to be those kinds of examples. While always being children before the Heavenly Father, we must also, as we are brothers and sisters to one another, imitate the Father in the kind of parentage we give to, give to one another, especially over the next generation. But we, the way in which you know, we foster, we foster that guidance and that inspiration is always an imita imitation of the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph in surrender 
surrender as they did in fulfilling the law on the 40th day. They go to the, the temple of Jerusalem and they dedicate our Savior to the Lord. And remember that that is who his true father is. In a sense, that's what makes every parent a wise parent, a loving parent. Knowing that, yes, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, this little one that I, that I carry, that I raise. But it's still God's children. It's still his. In that, you know, as uh, Pope Francis said uh, a few years back, you know, when contemplating these scriptures, he said, Parents who imitate the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph, remember that they are guardians, they are not owners. Not property owners of their children, but guardians and uh, means of uh, nourishing them to send them on their way. Mission-oriented. That's, that's the way we should approach our children. Not to think, oh, you know, let's, let's establish our own, our, our own little safe societies ourselves, but support them, encourage them, and direct them to send them out like children that they are on fire. On fire for the love of the Lord. That's the same kind of faith, that, it's the same kind of a encouragement that uh, Abraham himself had to learn. The, Hebrew, the letter to the Hebrews says that he was fruitful by his faith. Every, every ounce of reason should have told him, this makes no sense. Why am I to be set, you know, why will I, why will I have such, uh, like, be the father of many, which is what the word Abram means, and later his name was changed to Abraham, which means father of nations. This, this makes no sense. I am of this age, and I still have not a single child, not even a daughter. And then later on, eventually, as the letter of the Hebrews says, you know, come, there comes Isaac. And even Isaac himself, the Lord asked him, give him back to me. Give him back to me. Every, every, every ounce of reason within him must have said, this makes no sense. You promised me to be many generations. And now I have to give him back. Now I have to sacrifice him. But because he, did, he was willing, though the Lord, you know, stayed his hand because of his faith. Not only did Abraham become a father of many generations by blood, but we now call him father in faith. That is what we are destined to be all to one another. Fathers and mothers in faith. Inspirators and guardians after the heart of the Holy Spirit. Let's consider that as we ponder the gifts of the, of the Holy Family and pray that they guard us and guide us to follow that, that image. Thanks be to God.